This podcast will stir your passion. It's Jamily Matters, Pearl Jam Explored. All right, welcome to the new venture, and and we're excited to do this. And my name is Roach. Uh, Billy Jean is also going to be uh, along on this journey. And uh, the fun thing was, we were walking in the studio to record, and, and Billy Jean goes, "I'm so excited to talk about my favorite band." And that's kind of <laughs> what what the whole thing of, of why we're doing this is. Yes. So, um, uh, do we need to give backstory on ourselves? Yeah, we'll give a little. A, a- Okay. Small Just a, a little backstory on on kind of where you are coming from in your life, as far as like uh, why that relates to to Pearl Jam. So I started my first first band that I could really remember that I just completely hearing the music. I just completely related to everything that he was saying was was Pearl Jam. For me, it happened later in the Pearl Jam life. Um, I didn't know that. So you didn't come to them at 10? No, I uh, I grew up with 90s rock, mm-hmm. grunge, but I was Nirvana to, like, I, I lived and breathed Kurt Cobain. And then it was really after after Kurt died, I definitely, like, I started to get into more of the 90s rock. And really, it was actually Yield, though, that really got me completely realizing that this is this is the best band of all time. Um, great answer. <laughs> Not my question, though, Billie Jean. It was more of what do you do for a living that uh, enables your yes. your love of Pearl Jam to continue to yeah. this day? So I work at Sony Music. I've been there for um, close to 15 years. Um, and that really, for me growing up, there was nothing else that I could do with my life. It was either that I be in a band, because I've played guitar and piano my, my whole life, or it was to work um, in the music industry. So uh, from a early age, I knew that was what I was doing. Um, so yeah, I went to college, was the program director of my college radio station. And I, uh, right after, out of school, I got my first gig at a record label, Sony, and I've been there ever since. So, and if, for people who may not know the, the backstage or behind the scenes Pearl Jam stuff, but I, I assume they, they do, um, for a long time, Epic Records or Epic was the the record label for Pearl Jam up until Pearl Jam, the self titled. Exactly. Is that the last one, or was yep. that the first one where they weren't? No, that was the last one. That okay. one was still under the Sony umbrella, a different record label. But they Epic was part of With, Sony. They yeah. all fold up within Sony. Um, but yep, that was that was the last. So that's the it's a cool little tie in that that you ended up working at the label of the of this impactful band for both of us. Oh, that wasn't by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Like, did you say, oh, wait a second, if uh, since I since I'm going to be working in this business, let me find what label they're on and see if I can be a part of that. One hundred percent. Really? I didn't know that. Early on, it was like I, I looked and I, I studied who I can find at Epic and Sony because it's like, well, of course, I'm gonna. If I'm gonna start my career anywhere, I want it to be at the record label that that matters most to me. And um, actually, in early on too, I, I work for a division of Sony called Red Red Music, and Red Music worked with this incredible independent record label named Mom and Pop Records. Mm-hmm. Yep. Owner is Michael Goldstone. He was the one responsible discovering Mother Love Bone back in the day because he used to head up A and R for Epic. Um, so early on. I got to meet Michael. I was like, oh, my God, Michael Goldstone. Oh, my God. I'm going to work with Michael Goldstone. Um, uh, he knows this, too. I tell him all the time. But, um, yeah, since since then, uh, we've we've created a great relationship. He has an amazing roster under Mom and Pop Records. But, yes, that is where, that's where it all started. And uh, if, you are, if you are a hardcore Pearl Jam pre-bootleg 
bootlegger, there is uh, Michael Goldstone gets shouted out in a couple of live versions of uh, Pearl Jam songs way back in the day, like maybe first European tour. Yeah. I know specifically there's one from Den Haag where uh, they're doing I Got a Feeling and they're listing all of the great things that happened over the course of the year. So when you were like, oh, yeah, Michael Goldstone, I'll talk to him. Maybe he'll come on the show. And I'm like, we got to get this show launched <laughs> immediately so we have him on. So that's really awesome. Um, for me, my uh, my day job is I do afternoon drive, which is 3 to 7 on DC 101, which is the uh, rock station in Washington, D.C. I'm also the music director of the radio station. And much like Billie Jean, I don't know if I can overstate the importance of Pearl Jam, not just as far as my music life is concerned, but my life life is concerned. And I'm thinking about that as we were going in and get ready to record, record. They're one of the most important things in my life ever because they literally have been with me for my entire adult life, which is kind of crazy to think about for me personally. But then the other thing I was thinking about was how many bands could you say that about for anybody's life over the course of 25 plus years. And I don't know if there's that many, like go by the Seattle bands themselves. If you had picked any of the other bands other than Pearl Jam as, Oh, like you said, Nirvana is my favorite band. All right. Well, you had a four year run Mm -hmm. and then that's it. So that took you from, let's say 18 to 22. Now you've got to go find another favorite band because that band is no longer has reached the end of its, its creative line. Same thing with Alice in Chains. Yeah. And sadly, same thing we're we're now at that point now with Soundgarden as well. So to have picked a band that at the time it was just me being young and angsty and looking for something that I can grab onto and it turned out to be Pearl Jam, to now be middle-aged with that band and have them still making music that still pertains to my life. I don't I don't wouldn't expect a 22-year-old would like Pearl Jam's music today. However, for me, the stuff that that they're singing about, their lyrics are pertinent for a guy who has kids and is married and it, just like Ed is now. You're not going to find that in many places. Even if you were a Beatles fan, you had a 10-year run. That didn't bring you through your whole adulthood or for 25 plus years. So, I think this is what I was thinking. I, I brought my kids to see 21 Pilots not too long ago, and they're big 21 Pilots fans. To say to them, you're still going to love this band 25 years later is a huge ask of any band. But I, that's my hope for anybody is that they find a band that will carry them through their early adulthood into their adulthood and then on into even middle age. So that's and i i say all of that to say the reason i'm in the business that i'm in now is because my love of music was formed and formed and forged through my love of pearl jam and through pearl jam they opened up the gateway to to listening to classic rock and listening to other current rock that was on the radio uh at the time which was now we're talking about the early 90s none of that would have happened if i hadn't discovered pearl jam um as a as a 19 year old in college none of that would have happened so it all goes back to Pearl Jam. So when I say that they're one of the most important things in my life, that's that. They're all the reasons right there. Like almost everything that I'm doing is based upon my love of Pearl Jam. If I, uh, just one last thing, I don't come. I'm from Philadelphia. I don't come to Washington D.C. if I don't get a job 
uh, at a radio station in Washington, D.C. Yeah. Well, the reason I'm working in radio is because I love Pearl Jam. So I don't meet my wife. We don't have kids. It's totally different if I don't, if I'm not introduced to that band uh, in my late teens. It's crazy. That's so true. I, I, I really just hope, like, the future of the music industry, though, that that we still cultivate fans for bands. Like, right now, it's music industry is in such an interesting place where it's so single-driven. Singles, yep. Like, well, you know, I... I, I think, I hope that, you know, people still want, I want to identify with bands, but uh, yeah, from, from a record label standpoint, it's, 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 it's our hardest thing is to how to, you know, withstand a band. How do you establish an artist? How do you keep them going and not just have it be a single and like, look at Pearl Jam, look how far they've come. Yep. Multiple albums, which we'll go through. It's just, uh, it's, it's unbelievable the career that this band's had. So that's kind of our, our brief backstory We'll we have we'll have more as we go through the stories uh, or as we do the breakdown of what the first iteration of this podcast is going to be, which we'll get into a second in a second. But, you know, if you want to share your story as well, uh, please do. I don't think we have an email yet. We should probably mm-hmm. get an email. Put that on the list. We're going to get an email. Okay. Um, let me. But I did want to just give us a little little insight on where we're coming from. Um a lot of the stuff that we'll be talking about, at least for me, I, I'd like to know what you're thinking, Billie Jean. A, a lot of the stuff that I'm going to be coming from is is from the area of uh, radio or as a programmer, especially, you know, first half of Pearl Jam's career. There were so many radio hits. And it, the hard part uh, in evaluating and talking about Pearl Jam now is those songs that were radio hits. You've got such a fatigue for them now that it's really hard to kind of judge them uh based on on those those feelings that you had when you first heard it or when it was your favorite song at the that exact time because it, you know a song like alive you've probably heard 10,000 times at this point so it's it's hard to muster up that passion that you had for alive in 1992 1993 or when you first were introduced to alive than you have in the 21st century that's exactly it like even when you know everyone will get to know our, uh, our our purpose of this podcast but when I was putting together my, my rankings of, of, of every Pearl Jam album I had to think back to that like I you know I, I think back to some of these huge hits that the band had and oh like that's the time where during the show now oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go get another beer during that <laughs> but like oh, that's crazy absolutely not like the the familiarity for some of these singles it's it's unbelievable for especially for that casual Pearl Jam fan you know songs like daughter mean just so much to them so um yeah i agree when, point being when i was putting together my ranking i had to i had to go back like you said and really remember with the how fresh much ears yeah those songs meant to me uh, when putting together my my favorites so um this is what we're going to do and i will tell you why this is important to me outside of everything I just said about how Pearl Jam is one of the most important things in my life. Uh, Billy Jean knows this. By the way, Billy Jean and I are going to, we are, we are friendly, but I wouldn't say we are friends, but I feel like this journey is going to kind of bring us much closer together. But Billy Jean is somebody who she comes in and she's like, Hey, you should, guys should play this record on DC 101. And, and then we talk. Through those conversations is how we both realize that we are huge Pearl Jam fans. So every once in a while, or when when Pearl Jam announces they're going to do something, she will always email me and go, hey, you excited for this? You excited for this? So the reason I wanted to launch this podcast and the reason I wanted to do it with the format that we are going to unveil in just a minute is much like anything that you have been 
with or somebody that you've been with for 25 years, the comfortability level sets in. When you first get together, it's it's hot, it's passionate, it's it's intense, it's it's right on the edge. You want to tell everybody about it. You want to just sing it to the hills. And and for me, that's how I was for Pearl Jam. I think that's how everybody was. I think when we got to 2010, 2011, I settled into a nice Pearl Jam rhythm where I got really comfortable being a Pearl Jam fan. And it was like people would walk around and go, oh, yeah, there's Roach. He's a Pearl Jam fan. And that was really it. I don't know if I invested the same passionate energy into it so rather than we get together and we have sex every night now we get together and we say what do we want to watch on tv tonight is how i was how i am with pearl jam at this point in in my pearl jam life um and you know i the last few years i've rolled my eyes at a lot of stuff that they have done um i don't like that they only play three cities every single year now and don't go to any other cities. And I understand the significance of the cities that they play, but they haven't been in Washington, D.C. as we record this in, in 10 years. I think that's a, yeah. that, that frustrates me. Um, the stay tuned for the big announcements. Big announcement coming. Big announcement coming. We're putting out a Halloween shirt. Okay. <laughs> All right, fine. So at this stage of the game, I really, in especially the last four or five years, I have just accepted that I'm a Pearl Jam fan and put a period. There's been very little passion on my end. I know the songs. I still love the band. But we, we, me and Pearl Jam, are going through the motions. And in talking with you uh, and feeling your passion for the band, it's kind of like, you know what, I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of taking my, my, my fandom and my love of Pearl Jam for granted. And I'm looking for ways to reignite that love and reignite all of those feelings that I had when listening to all of these songs, not just 10, but you know, lightning bolt for the first time, this was the best way that I thought of. And I thought to myself, two things. One, I wanted to do a, a perfect Pearl jam concert, which I have done. It's three hours and 45 minutes. <laughs> I've taken live versions of, I put together a set. I took live versions of all of my, of my opinion, good live versions, versions that fit in with the flow of the rest of the live versions yeah. and mixed it down into a file and made a, a Pearl Jam concert. That was one. That was great. And two would be this. And the thing that we will now unveil uh, as the format, at least for the, the first part of this podcast, is I want to find out, I want to find my definitive Pearl Jam rankings list. So what we are going to do, Billy Jean and I, uh, over the course of the next, how long do you think it'll take? Seriously. Oh. I, I've been kicking around between between nine months and a year. Yeah. I was going to say a year. Yeah. So over the course of the next at least nine months, uh, Billie Jean and I will go, it's a studio albums only, or studio songs right. only. Uh, we, will, we will go through each Pearl Jam album, then we'll do Lost Dogs, and then there'll probably be another episode where there's stuff that just recorded songs that never ended up anywhere on official Pearl Jam albums. And we'll rank them. Um so, for instance, the first episode that we will do after this introductory episode will be Backspacer. And we will go through, and Billie Jean and I will go back and forth and say, okay, this is my least favorite song on this album, and we will count them out. There's 11 tracks on Backspacer. We'll go from 11 to 10. So then we will have Backspacer ranked. The plan is to go through every album. Then <laughs> phase two 
we will go, okay, this song finished last in the backspacer. Now it will go up against every other song that finished last in all the other albums. And then once we're done that, we will find at least our least favorite Pearl Jam songs because that will be the list of our bottom whatever yeah. Pearl Jam songs. And we'll do that all the way up until we get to, okay, these are, in our opinions, the best songs on every album. We will rank those, and we will come to some sort of conclusion uh, of what our favorite Pearl Jam song is. The The twist is, it's not going to be the same. Your ranking, Billie Jean, is going to be different than my ranking. And if you're going to follow along with us on the journey, feel free to do the rankings as we do them as well. I'd love to hear what your backspacer looks looks like. I'd love to hear what your completed list of favorite Pearl Jam songs of all time are. So that's that's my reason, and that's the format. Billie Jean, your thoughts as I pitch them to you. Oh, I, I mean, lots of content here, folks. Um, if you could tell, we... Uh we're really passionate about this idea. And, you know, like we uh, started this podcast, I, I, I mentioned I've, I've now worked in the music industry for 15 years. And I'm just so thrilled to be able to partner with someone that loves Pearl Jam as much as I do. Um, I feel the same way. I, I'm exposed to so much music out there. You work at a record label. You, you, you work with everything. And now I feel like I can finally take a step back and really reflect on what matters to me most, and it's Pearl Jam. Same thing at at my company. Everyone sees me. Oh, that's Billy Jean. <laughs> favorite band is Pearl Jam. It's it's my identity. People know me for that. So um, I'm ready. I'm I'm stoked to be able to to share that and share what I love so much about this band. So we're recording this episode um, as a hello. We're not going to promote it, but if you more than likely you have listened to other episodes and you've come back to this one. So uh, hopefully you're enjoying the ranking list so far. Hopefully we're doing a good job. We're going to have to iron out a couple of things. I know not every album has the same amount of songs on it. Uh, also, song number five on one album is not equally as fifth best as song number five on another album. So we'll work out all those kinks. But again, we've, we've first we've got to get through the first round, which is uh, doing our rankings of every Pearl Jam studio album and or studio song. And we'll start with the album. So uh, that's it. That's where we're coming from. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, the journey. Uh, as Billie Jean just said, it was a great way to put it. It's going to be a journey. And we're going to have fun with it. So uh, thank you for, for joining us on the ride. Billie Jean, you got anything before we uh, wrap this one up? I just hope that everyone out there loves Pearl Jam as much as we do. And I believe you do. That's why you're listening. So uh, enjoy. Yeah. And one last thing, too. Um, I told you we're both coming from different sides of the music industry business. Here's where we're not. Uh, well, actually, Billie Jean said she plays guitar. I'm not going to be technical. Like, it's not going to be, oh, I love when they do drop D on this tuning. That's not what I'm doing. For me, it's it's feel, it's passion. As I said, I'm looking to reignite my passion for Pearl Jam. So I don't, I'm not going to get into the weeds on the the, the technical stuff. Um, I will probably be wrong 150 times on lyrics or what songs mean. Uh, that's where you come in and say, "Hey, look, Roach, uh, like what you're doing, but just a little clarification. This is where we're coming from. It, we're not going to get stuck in the minutia of what everything uh, is supposed to be. Passion will will supersede the minutia, in my opinion, or on from my point of view, all along. So I just wanted it out there that you know these are our rankings." Yours may vary. Doesn't mean the songs suck. Doesn't mean that our rankings suck. Doesn't mean your rankings suck. This is this is just a way for us to talk about this band that has been so influential in the music industry and in our lives. So uh, on that note, thank you for listening, and I uh, hope you enjoy this journey. 
Now, it's your turn. Post your thoughts on the Jamily Matters Facebook page or send an email to jamilymatters at gmail.com.